to Pocket Watch. I'm Zach. Cruz. Jacob. Hope you guys had a great week. Hope you guys executed. Yeah. Accomplished all of your goals. Did everything you guys wanted. Your heart desires. Um, if you guys are just not listening, go ahead, like, follow, subscribe, whatever platform you guys are on. Go ahead and do that so you guys can uh, be notified whenever we start dropping things. Mm-hmm. Um, as uh, as you guys probably heard last week, we doubled up. Um, so we literally just finished recording the motivation and discipline. Cruz is going on vacation next week. He living the he living the best life right now. Yeah. He he got the hot girl summer going on right now. Uh, hot boy, <laughs> hot boy. Nah, that, that boy, city thick. boy. That He's boy a city thick. boy. I can't even fit into my jeans, bro. <laughs> nah, but um, so we, we had we had to double up. So we went ahead and we're just hopping on now. So we actually don't have a weekly success, weekly failure for you guys this time. I guess that's a failure, a big fat failure for us, right? No, we can't think into we the future. Good. We, we can't good. think into the future. We don't know what it's gonna be. Yeah, but um. But we're trying to we're trying to make sure that we come strong. In two weeks, whenever we come back, we're gonna to try to have uh, some video presence going on. Yeah, I think that's a good point. So I think it's a good thing that we it's kind of like a week and a half, two week hiatus because we're we're putting back to back episodes, so we're still putting some out out there. But we have time to kind of sit back, evaluate what we're gonna do, and maybe like build so we can have some video stuff going without messing Technical up the flow. Yeah. Because the the we we feel like the last podcast we felt like the flow was weird because we were literally trying to figure it out in yeah. the middle of the podcast. Yeah, literally. If you got like I don't know, probably like thirty something minute mark in, um, I decided that we're gonna kick it on live, and then I had to start messing with that. Yeah, and that kind of took from the conversation and kind of distraction. So we kind of fell off a little bit towards the end. So if you guys kind of caught that, then we apologize. Uh, we're still trying to grow this and trying to learn as we go. Um, we're gonna have some technical difficulties. We trying to we trying to grow though, so you know we're gonna make mistakes. Along you eat the road. you eat those two episodes so you could get like you know better episodes for the future. Just eat facts. these ones. Big facts, big facts. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, um, I guess we can go ahead and get jumped into. You guys want to talk about anything before we jump into the actual topic? <sighs> nah, man. Uh, I mean, technically this. This pod is gonna drop when I'm coming back from my vacation. So, yo, Cruz, I hope you're refreshed, bro. I hope you reset. I hope you you accomplish what your two week type goal was, which was to like reset your mind, get your meditation right, get your body right, but then like really like take a chance to relax without feeling bad about it. Like I had to like talk to, talk to my girl about it. Like, yo, make sure like I'm to do this, and then when I come back, I'm gonna do this. And she's like, okay, why are you telling me this? And I realized I'm like, you know what? I'm saying this for myself right now. Like I'm saying, like, <laughs> look, I'm gonna relax. I'm gonna enjoy this. I'm gonna do this and that. But just make sure when you come back, it's go time. It's execution. Yeah, time. it's yeah, go time. Exactly, but I exactly. hope you refresh, bro. All right, cool, cool. Future you guys want to add anything? I hope you have a great time, bro. I will, man. Facts, bro. Una sorpresa. Right. Let's get right into it. Right, doing so. Change. What's this week? Budgeting. Yeah, we talking about budgeting right Budget. now. Budget. All right, so let me don't start it off, budget. All right, go ahead. So, all right. We're talking about budgeting. I feel like budgeting, honestly, is a major role in my life. It's always been. I feel like budgeting to me, you know, say it. Okay. Yo, I'm happy you said that, bro. (laughs) I'm so happy. I'm so happy you felt the urge to just come out and say that. But because my point, is there a difference? No, go ahead. I want you to say, get your shit off. Go ahead. My bad. I interrupted you. All right. right, I'm going to get my shit off. Get your shit off. Talk about it. Talk about it. Because all right. So back in you know back growing up and, and even still today a lot of people call me a cheap steak you know like oh a like he's a, a cheap what's it called a cheap, cheap steak, steak. <laughs> yeah you know? 
You I'm like little, the London I'm a little broil. drunk. I've been drinking a little bit, so it's, it's, my words are coming off a little bad. But like I was saying before, they they call me cheap, you know, and and I like you know I get it to an extent, but for me that's called budgeting. You know, I don't buy unnecessary shit. Mm-hmm. I don't buy off an of impulse. I don't just like, yo, I really want this. I'm going to get it. Yeah. Nah. Which is a it. good thing. That's a great, definitely. Which is, is great. Honestly, yeah. because I'm finan- like financially, I'm great. Like if I something happened to me, like something happened to me and I can't get money at all, I'm good for a little while. A good yeah. while. Actually. You could make it. You yeah. could live could off of $10. I could make it for like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. However, it's just. You know, like that's my point. It, though. The fact of looking cheap, so, <laughs> looking just cheap like you said, you're a cheap steak, you're a London broil. So, I feel like, like building off what you said, and as soon as you said, "Oh, budgeting is my life," like it's a big part of my life. The biggest thing that came out to my head as soon as you said that was, "What's the difference between being a cheap steak, <laughs> a cheap <laughs> being a cheap steak, you see? and being?" And I said that on purpose to make fun of you. Being a cheap, cheap yeah, yeah, sure steak, did, sure did. cheap skate. Being a cheapskate and being and budgeting, right? So, like, I think if you're a cheapskate, <laughs> it's very easy for you to budget, right? Yeah, you just don't spend fucking money. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't <laughs> spend money. And Jacob is definitely that. But but I feel like budgeting <laughs> comes in when you actually sit down and you plan tell, it. and you plan it and you tell your money what your money's gonna do before you even get your money. Mm-hmm. That's the key factor: is telling your money what your money's gonna do before it even hits your account. Yeah, I agree. Send so a little bit of book. All right, so I would say I'm a little cheap, but at the same time, it's benefited me in so many ways. No, so, yeah, like, definitely. I'm the type that I don't go out and buy, like, clothes for myself. I do, but it's periodically. It's very rare. You know, I don't buy myself burgers from McDonald's. I don't buy myself anything more than $2 from a fast food restaurant, $3 at a fast food restaurant. I swear. I will spend more than 3 bucks, and that's only, like, once a week. So you're eating, like, dollar menu? shit yeah food. i eat dollar menu shit if i need to eat from a fillers. restaurant yes you know <laughs> i put five dollars into my tank almost every time i drive only five only five. Oh my god it's the weirdest shit it's the weirdest shit it's the weirdest but so annoying. it's the, it, honestly and my girl hates it i mean everyone i know hates it but it's done me so well you just do the absolute know, cheapest option that, in everything. my head it's always numbers numbers yeah. go through my head consistently so for me I just want to have as much money as possible. And I feel like I have my life, I can do everything at the way I'm doing it. That's That right there is called being a minimalist. Yeah. More than budgeting. Right. A minimalist, yes, it is a form of budgeting and it's good, it's good to be a minimalist. But they are kind of a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, Hold up, but I didn't go to my extent. Like, that's just the bare minimum. <laughs> I'm talking about I sit down and I get my girls' numbers and I get my numbers and I put it down on paper of what we pay for a month. I put the dates that we pay for everything in each month. I put how much we could take out from our savings. Each single paycheck she gets, mm-hmm. each single paycheck I get. Put into your savings. I take out more than half of that paycheck. To put into your savings? To put into my savings. Ah. More than half goes into our savings. But that's a good... Every single check. Yeah. And we lease get... I always lease at least for two weeks, at least four to 500 play money. Yeah. For two weeks. And I know that's not a lot, but for me, that's reasonable. I think that's I a I grew up in a amount. life where that's reasonable and that should be enough for you to live off 4 to 500 a week? For two weeks. For two weeks. Five to four hundred dollars, and yeah, if you live in lavish, then no, it's not gonna work. But if you're living like a, you know, like a simplistic, that's that should what be I very do. reasonable, and you should be having a lot more in savings. How are you so cheap, bro? How come you you got four to five hundred every two weeks, and I kind of got about like when I budget everything about four to five hundred to play money every two weeks, and you're so cheap. It's that's that easy. 
because you take 50 so you still you, like you definitely like still even have some extra fun money afterwards oh i have a lot of fun money if i want to but i don't yeah. ever fucking spend it i don't touch it i don't even leave it you don't touch your fun money i don't touch my fun money because the only time i splurge it's weird the only time i want to splurge is on vacation i have no need or necessity to splurge if you see my vacation huh, yo i'll buy yo me and my girl we got in a hotel room right we purchased for it we bought a hotel room she didn't even go inside the hotel room. She said she didn't like it. We went down a mile away to a different, a different place, and I paid for another place and this place at the same damn time and didn't give a fuck. Yeah. But because that's vacation. I wouldn't do that back in, you know. Bro, uh, by the time this drops, Christian will already know her surprise. We won't oh, yeah. say it too loud. Well, I mean, but we on but Facebook Live. She ain't on Facebook. Oh yeah, she removed me as a friend. <laughs> yeah, okay, she's like, "Oh, Zach's gonna talk about Trump or some <laughs> shit." Like, she removed you two years ago in, yeah. in her defense, or four years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in her yeah. defense, something like that. But, uh, go ahead. But uh, uh, I remember when that was. She's like, "You know what?" I was like, "Look, man, that's my boy, bro. You gotta relax. You know what I mean?" <laughs> All right. Anyways, go on. But uh, and in your defense, I feel like more people feel that way these like, days, right? Yeah, I remember. Let's let's get going. You're good. Yeah, I'm just saying. In your defense, bro, I got you. <laughs> anyways. But uh, um, uh, what you were just talking about with the hotel thing, man, yo, St. Tom, bro, I, I planned that trip like two weeks, like maybe like two and a half weeks away, which is late. Don't get me wrong. I know it's last minute. It's like yeah, a surprise yeah, yeah. thing. Bro, the whole island was booked. <sighs> Hotels. The yeah. whole island. Bro, Florida right now is, Florida right now, everybody's coming here is crazy. People are going, bro. So like talk about a budget. A good thing with budgeting, man, is like planning ahead, right? Like, yeah. like, cause I ended up like, Coughing up some, yo. Like, we just we just heard some gunshots out the window. Crews living in the hood, boy. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> nah, it's Fourth of July weekend. It's, it's what's, what's that? There? Is there a person? Ah! Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> oh my god! My okay. god. okay, Chris Dan was just out the window. We opened the door. And Chris, yo, she almost heard. Chris Dan, we see her is talking about her, bro. She knew. Nah, she knew, bro. Nah, she didn't hear it. Nah, bro. <laughs> Anyways, all right, let's do. <laughs> we're, we're pushing on. We're yo, pushing on. So budgeting. So Jacob, though, so we can talk about this because Jacob's Jacob's was talking about himself very hard. Yeah, I think, like you said. Oh man, this guy's an idiot. I can just mute his mic. Yeah, here is that yeah. it? Yeah, there we go. Jake, <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. No, bro. for real. I thought it was gunshots, oh, but it was somebody knocking on the window. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's for July, so I'm like, oh, it's for July week. People be like, I swear Yo. I see a fucking figurette out there, like a silhouette. Like, that was scary, bro. Yeah, and the, like, we, the we, all the t- <laughs> we all like, oh! <laughs> that was a real scream for me. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Yo, all right, budgeting. Okay, yeah, we, we, we got budget. so <laughs> sidetracked. Budget. Yo, so budget. So, like I said, like or like what Jacob was saying, being a minimalist, being a cheapskate, cheap steak, that all is a tool. That all helps to budget but it's not really and and then in jacob's defense he's saying no i'll break it down i date it this is what we put this and that but i guess for like most people because jacob is not most people for most people (laughs) it's hard to not spend your money right like it's hard to get a nice check or whatever and and not spend it on something and furthermore even if you're good at not spending it's 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 hard to plan to spend money for something to like get a return yeah. on, right? Yeah. Because budgeting, I know a good reason why Jacob budgets so hard is because he puts a lot of money in his stocks. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of a form of budgeting, right? Like planning and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So I uh, I like to follow um, for budgeting. 
I like to follow a lot of Dave Ramsey principles. Mm-hmm. And he has like set percentages of where your money should go. Oh, let me actually pull it up real fast. He has like set percentages of where money should go and everything like that. Like there's something like pretty much called like the 50, 30, 20 rule. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much like a quick generalization of how your money should be. 50% of your money should go to needs. 20% should go to savings. 30% should go to wants. Um, that's just kind of like a quick general. Like if you're just trying to do something really easy. Yeah. That's like an easy way. I to like kinda, that. That's kind of an easy way to separate your money. Quick and easy. Um, but if you actually want to follow the Dave Ramsey's uh, principle, he has like a percentage base. And these are ranges. So if you obviously take from the high it's going to be more than 100% but it's mm-hmm. a range so like giving is 10% saving 10% food is like 10 to 15% mm-hmm. utilities should be like 5 to 15% housing should be 25% of your income or less wow transportation should be 10% that's the big one because everybody got car payments and everything like that but the whole thing with Dave Ramsey's principle is to not have no debt besides your house you shouldn't have no debt beside yeah. your house, which is hard to attain in the society that we live in today, but it's not impossible. And that right there is the, probably the fastest way to like pure wealth and to actually be like, if you want to be like a millionaire, the quickest way to become a millionaire on a normal day's salary is to make sure that you limit all of your debt. Because if you have constant debt, you're constantly tying up your cash flow. And it's limiting your op- your opportunities to be able to invest. It's limiting your opportunities yeah. to to take care of everything in a general sense. But um, then health is five to ten percent. Insurance should be like ten to twenty five percent. And insurance is also going to include life insurance plans. That's a big one that a lot of people don't talk about because what people a lot of people don't know is if you have a life insurance policy, you can actually take out a loan against your life insurance policy. You can actually sell your life insurance policy. Yeah, hmm. it's a yeah, it's a new. It's an it's an investment. Yeah, it's mm. an investment for you. So that's like another thing. But he says ten to twenty five percent for that, uh, then five to ten percent for recreation, uh, five to ten percent for personal spending, and five to ten percent for miscellaneous. That's kind of like his little principle with it. But that those percentages come after you go through his baby step system and you're debt free and everything along those yeah. lines. But it's a good baseline to kind of follow. Um, a lot of people they don't they don't care to live a debt free life, but it's a good baseline to kind of follow through to kind of get a principle of where how your money should be and stuff like that. The biggest factors is just to make sure that you're living within your means, um, because a lot of people in today's society tend to live outside of their means, and that means that they're spending more money than they're able to afford. Whether they're getting too big of a house, too too expensive of a car, or doing anything along those lines. It's mm-hmm. they're living outside of their means, and that's causing a big issue in today's society. And that's why the majority of people don't even have a thousand dollars saved. And that's a statistical fact. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact number, but I believe it's like eighty or seventy percent of Americans don't have more than a thousand dollars saved. And that is scary to think about. People don't have a thousand dollars saved. A thousand dollars, man, is like your radio and your car goes out. What are you going to do? People turn to credit cards, and that's one of the reasons why we have so much credit card debt. Mm-hmm. And we have these payday loans. The payday loans are ridiculous. What's that? The payday loans is pretty much where you go to like Amscot or wherever. And you pretty much take out a loan on an advance on your check. But they Mm. charge you like a crazy fee. And it pays all your debts. 
in one lump sum or no? No, 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 no. So a payday loan, like like let's say like your radiator breaks, you need three hundred fifty dollars. You know you're gonna get paid every two weeks on Friday. Also, oh, you go to Amazon, get a checkout, and then they not take, Amazon, but Amscot. Yeah, Amazon. Coming Amscot, and they go ahead and take the, they take out the money. Yeah, so so know, they'll front you the money. So like let's say they'll give you three fifty. Yeah, and then on your payday, they're gonna automatically withdraw four fifty from your account. Mm. And those are payday loans, and those are the biggest scams because the the ideology behind it. I actually read a whole research article on it, and I actually wrote a paper about it for like economic class that I did. But the ideology behind it is that it creates a train effect because the next payment they take out four fifty. Let's say you're making a thousand dollars every two weeks or whatever. You know, if you're in a situation like that, you're probably not making much money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's we'll say a thousand dollars is for easy math every two weeks, right? So you take out four fifty of that paycheck, your next paycheck. Yeah, it's gonna be light. It's, it's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be really. It's it's you're getting five fifty for that paycheck yeah. instead of a thousand dollars take home, and then you're just gonna keep asking. Exactly. So that five fifty, you're used to living with a thousand. Okay, all you know. Okay, I could pay bills, but in reality, if you don't have enough discipline, yeah, to save your money, really cut back, to like, to be able yeah. to save three hundred dollars, yeah, you're probably not gonna have enough discipline to live within your means for that five fifty, and then you then you start a cycle of living paycheck to paycheck. And off of payday loans, and the vicious cycle keeps going. There's people who actually, after they get one, they keep going back and keep getting no, more, that's, more, that's, more, that's more. That's my girl. My girl, like legit. I had to like, I had to kind of shape her. I mean, we've been there for a minute, but she really just started getting more financially like smarter mm-hmm. like recently. Um, and she used to just am Scott, am Scott every fucking yeah. week. She had no money every time. Every time I would be like, all right, what do we put in your savings? Nothing, nothing. And I'm like, all right. No, that has a change. This is stupid. Like you working? Yeah, you're working. This is this is retarded. Like, yeah. you know how are you getting these Amscot loans, but you have money. Like, where's your money going? Yeah. So you know, like it. And it really, Damn, she was doing that. No, then. exactly. Was, no, exactly I'm talking about like four or five hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, the fact is, when the higher you go in the numbers, the more you take out an interest. And I'm yeah. like, all right. At this point, you ask me for the money. You don't. You don't get it from Amscot because watch, watch this. Yeah. At yeah. This point, yeah. You're gonna pay a bit more in interest, and it's gonna affect you more long in the long run. You yeah. might as well just take it from me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, where's that money going? You should always know where your Look money's going to. The average time. loan term is about two weeks. Loan typically costs four hundred percent APR. Jesus. And the reason why is because they get you on two weeks. Yeah. And they're charging you a hundred dollars, three fifty dollars out. They charge you a hundred dollars on three fifty yeah. in two weeks. In two so if you weeks. break it down into APR for the annual percentage rate, yeah. on an annual basis, it's like four hundred percent APR, and that's one of the biggest scams. And I had did like a whole research paper on it. Really? Yeah, it's it's, it's like really really problem. It's actually becoming like a really big issue. It's mainly like low income, uh, oh like yeah, lo- low income uh, like areas like that. That's like really affected by it really hard, and they actually market to those areas obviously more. But it's like a, it's, it's almost like a cancer that's going on in these low income places because it looks people look at it as like oh it's going to help me, but in reality it just hurts them even more, and it becomes a vicious cycle. They get tossed in. And that goes that goes to like like I mean we're talking about budgeting. Some people don't have like I mean budgeting. This budgeting thing could go on different levels, right? Like if you if you got a lot of money to work with, you definitely need to learn how to budget. I mean people. Millionaires go hire financial advisors to teach them how to budget, right? Yeah. People that are making a couple hundred thousand go have financial advisors to teach them how to budget. Yeah. But if you're not make, if you're not bringing in a lot of money at all, you still can budget. It exactly. just takes longer to reach the goal, yeah. which is fine. It does, but it it really if you have like the more, less money you have, it still all determines what is your money going to. Mm, At the yeah. end of the day, it's all about where is being spent. And like, say if it's save if it's groceries, right? Say if you're spending eighty dollars on groceries. 
what groceries are you buying? Mm-hmm. What are they being used for? Yeah. Don't just don't 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 be simplistic with it. Like I waste eighty dollars. No, where did that go? Is it going to toilet paper? Who's using that much toilet paper in your fucking house? Yeah. You know, is it going to dog food? How much dog food and what you're buying and where you're buying it from? Sometimes oh. you got to go to more cost effective places to get it. Like for me, yeah. instantly, I get my dog meat from a Mexican store down the block from me, which is super cheap. Yeah. But before that, I was spending a dollar, way more. Than a, a, a fucking dollar and a half at Walmart or yeah. another store. So, you know, you got to find places that are cost effective to get those budgets that you want to be more realistic with. Yeah. And then talking about groceries, that leads into uh, kind of like I, I want to drop some tips for you guys for uh, like budgeting and saving money. And talking about groceries, one thing that's helped me save a lot of money is I bulk buy. Yeah, that's a good thing. And it's just me and my girl. You know what I mean? So, like, it's not like I have a whole massive family or anything like that. But there's ways to bulk buy and keep your products still good and be able to save it for a while. So, like, I go – I love steak. I love I love eating good. You know what I mean? Um, as you can see, I, lo- I love eating good. But I like to – I buy the whole ribeye loin mm-hmm. and I cut my steaks up and I vacuum seal them. Mm-hmm. And those if, – if you vacuum seal things, they can last in the freezer for a solid 12 to 18 months. Yeah. Now, it never lasts that long. It probably lasts like four months. But instead of me paying – what is it? What's a ribeye at Publix? Like 13, I, 14 bucks a piece. That is for a small one. If you want mm-hmm. to get like a nice juicy I, one, it's about $18. I, I think I think like for like the price per pound or something like that, I think – I don't know. I don't. I don't but you're paying buy. usually 18 bucks to 14 bucks per ribeye. Per ribeye. For a ribeye. I, I know. I know. I had sure. got a porterhouse from from Publix a couple weeks ago. 22. And no, it was 29 dollars <laughs> for, for a porterhouse. It, it was a it was a one inch porterhouse, and the porterhouse obviously has. I don't know if, anyways, yeah. But I, I was gonna <laughs> break, I, was, I was gonna I was gonna break down the today, I was gonna break cheap down steak? the anatomy of the the cheap steak, <laughs> but. <laughs> But anyways, like bulk buy, you know, there's a lot of things that you can't bulk buy. There are some things that you can't bulk buy, obviously, um, like certain veggies you just can't bulk buy and stuff like that. But which is fine. I like to order. I like to buy all my stuff in bulk as much as I can. And then usually veggies, fruits, I usually tend to buy fresh. You can't buy bulk buy some fruits like I do, blueberries. Mm-hmm. Um, I just grab a handful here and there. But the point is you can save money and still eat good. Mm-hmm. But the biggest savings when it comes to food is you got food at home why are you trying to eat out mm-hmm. tighten up i know we all can hear from that damn it bro why do you have to say that man bro that right there is like something that that's like the epitome of me and like for me in my household i'm the one that cooks for the most part my girl does a lot of the cleaning i cook but there's just some days i'm just like what you want to eat, babe? Let's order something, dog. Yeah. I don't want to cook, like especially after like a long day of you know <laughs> doing everything I need to do. I'm just like, all right, babe, what you want to eat? I'll order it. Like fuck it, twenty bucks, thirty bucks. And there nah, needs to be a balance. Bro. Like, of course, there's times you should go out to eat or take your girl out to eat or something like that. But nah, of course. But yeah, man, that's definitely one of my biggest spends. No, that's yeah. my girl. My girl on my shoulder is always wanting to buy shit Uber Eats. Always Ooh. wanting to go through and buy shit at a restaurant. Me personally, I always come home. And I'm willing to cook a dish. I don't give a what. It could be spaghetti, the pasta, steaks. It could be whatever you want it to be. I'll make it. Really? You know, I swear. Just to save. That's why. No, I just to save. Like I'll buy some chicken. I'll make some chicken tenders. I'll make some chicken. Anything. I'll do whatever I have to do to not spend my money. To and save that's that five. Money. That's less than ten bucks for each dinner. 
I try to spend less than ten bucks for each dinner I make. I wish I was a really? che- I wish I was yeah. a cheap steak. Oh my god! A, no, but thing bro. is though, you could be cheap and still be like not not like <laughs> live right. great. You can still live great. Cost you of living, you're like, yo, like yeah, yo, you can have a great means. dinner. You can have great vacation. That, that's I what that's what I was. That, I just vacations. Just, yeah. mm-hmm. I was just saying that <laughs> you don't have to sacrifice food quality, but just like sometimes, like that's where it gets me. Yeah, little things. I. uh I I that's like usually where I fall out of my budget is spending <laughs> out eating out food, and, bro. That's the hardest and one. Th- that's one of the things I love. Like whenever like I'm dieting or trying to like transition like that is because I can't usually eat out because most of the food that you get out is not good for you. Yeah, yeah, that's so, another thing. And that right there helps me save money. But dieting is hard too because you can't go buy pasta. Or something like that, which is cheap dinner. Nah, you, you know what? Chicken. You could buy a chicken. Nah, yeah. whip it up real quick. Health people. When I hear people say healthy food is is oh it's expensive, no, you just gotta cook. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta cook. You just That's gotta it. cook, bro. A lot of people live in society where they go and buy these packaged chicken nuggets. They go and buy this ramen. They buy everything packaged so they can throw it in a microwave. They can toss it in like a little oven or whatever. You gotta cook, bro. You know how cheap ground chicken is. Yeah, you know how. But cheap- with what? Bro, ground chicken. Boom. Yo. One, one of the meals that I do. I do ground. I saute onion. I cut up about a quarter of onion, saute it up, put a bunch of seasonings. Mm. I, I put my my, my, uh, my ground chicken in, season it up. I put a little spinach as soon as it's done. Put it in a little spinach tortilla wrap. I put a little bit of cheese on it. Boom. There you go. That's good money right there. Or do some pasta. Tortilla wrap. Use some good. like yeah, almond but milk. pasta is some, bad some, some, some you. Al- What you mean? So you use some uh, fresh pasta. I'm talking about some almond milk, some cheese, some peppers, onions, thyme, rosemary. Mm. You know, fresh mix pasta. up some actual sauces, cumin, paprika, all that into the sauce. Make a pasta. Hello and with act- No, no, no. Pasta with the fresh vegetable pasta, not the actual, like, the whole wheat pasta. Mm-hmm. You know, like the zucchini pastas, the no. tomato pastas, the one that actually made out of the vegetables. Ah, okay. Ah, That's okay. True. Those and aren't you, expensive, though? Those are pretty no, cheap? No, they're not expensive. They're really they're set, they're Yeah, you can, a, you can get a box for, like, two bucks. There you really? go. Yes. Yeah. I, I used to get, like, a lentil <laughs> pasta, and it was actually really high in, really high in protein. And the, the micros are pretty good for being pasta. You mm-hmm. see? And, um... That was uh, by Barija, I think, is the company. Mm-hmm. But um, I used to do that, but I can't do no carbs now. So I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't do no carbs. But I, that's, can, but I can't even eat. But that. yo, yo, if you do, if you do Master Chef, you watch Master Chef, watch some like cooking shows. You can start learning a little bit here oh, and there. You know, an- like, another thing recently I found out that's delicious for like healthy food. Um, that's really cheap. Turkey sausage. Mm. This is like shit, though. No, bro. I don't know. It might, it might just be the one that I got. But yeah. what I do is I do like a tricolor. So you know, tricolor is like onion, green pepper, red pepper. Mm. Saute it up. Put that turkey sausage in there. Put mm. a little bit of spinach in, there, and I eat that straight out the bowl like that. Just eat it. Yeah. Straight. But I love that turkey sausage. A big reason for me. A big well, so like I mean, while we're on money. But I could get off money real quick. Because a big reason for me why I don't cook, but it's not, obviously, I need to cook more than I do. Or as a household, we need to cook more than we do to save some money. But it's like for me, I budget my money, but I also budget my time, like heavy. Mm-hmm. Right? And with that, that's where you start to get that like benefit and reward of, okay, if I cook this or that, which... At the end of the day, when you when you talk about, all right, it takes, what, 15, 20 minutes to cook something, 30 minutes to cook something, and then another 15, 20 minutes to clean it up. Yeah. You Like, at the end of the day, you just wasted an hour of your time. That's really all you're, all you're wasting. Yeah. But I think, like, for me, like, I think it's just as important when you're budgeting your money to budget your time. 
But what are you doing with that time? Like, honestly, at 8 o'clock at night, save at 6, 7 o'clock at night after you're done doing everything productive in your day and you're cooking your dinner meal, what are you doing other than cooking that meal that's going to be so productive in that day that's going to be like, I have to you, step you, away from this you better not be, You better not be watching TV. Yeah, please tell me. Like, are you watching porn? Or like, well, what are you doing for that, for that time frame that's like, oh, so important, I can't cook this it's meal? It's true. It's very true. <laughs> you it's party? Because your productive day should be from 8 to 5 or like 7 or even 5 in the morning to like Listen, 8 at night. That's not but, even an excuse, bro. You know why? My my mother <laughs> my mother got a my mother got a pretty hectic life. Yeah. And even when I was a kid she had a hectic life. But what she used to always do is Sundays. Meal prep days. Just prep it all out. Bro, for she, the week. She makes whole tr- like baking sheets of food. Really? And just preps everything up. She makes food for her and my stepfather, bro. Preps the whole week out. Really? Snacks, lunch, breakfast, dinner, everything. And gets the whole week. Gets together. the whole week knocked out. And see, like, this is kind of stemming off to something else I was going to bring up, like, a way to save money. Is, like, if you don't have the time and you have a problem eating out, whenever you do cook, cook extra. And if you're bulk buying, like I said, mm-hmm. vacuum seal the extra. So you can vacuum seal pasta. You can vacuum seal pretty much anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh and then yeah. only the only way to heat it back up, put it in a pot of boiling water. Or if you have, um, I can't believe I forgot the name of it. If you got one of those, what's those little things called? You put in the water and it heats it up. The, um, I the just monitor? Got no. Yeah, I don't know. The I, 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 I just about. got one the other day. I can't help you out, but I can't help you out. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can't, I can't believe I forgot the you name said of it. put in the water to heat it up? up? I have no fucking idea. I don't it's like know. a noodle. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's Hold on. like a noodle. It sounds like some ramen. Should I heat up some ramen, bro? Yeah. Hold on. I'm about to pull it right now. Okay. It's a sous vide. The sous vides. Oh, I know why you forgot that. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's a sous vide. Mm. You could put it. You could put your stuff in there. Mm. Put put it in. So the sous vide, you set. You pretty much you put like a big pot of water. Mm-hmm. You put the sous vide inside, and the pot, the thing heats your water up. Ah, okay. Okay. And then you put you put your put whatever the hell you want in it mm-hmm. in a plastic bag inside of it. Sous vide. Sous vide. Yeah. Okay. I, I I've learned. How, oh, I gotta make a steak for you like that, bro. I'm about, I'm about to put Ooh. you on to something something different. You just pl- you stick it inside. The yeah, steak? I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna show you. But anyways, so you just put it in there. You clamp it. The water will never get hotter than what you want. And then while that's warming up, go take a shower. Go do what you need to do. Come back, cut the bag open. You're done. Mm. And it's gonna be fresh. Cause for me, I cannot do microwave meat. What about really? seasoning your food? What about cooking? No, it? this is already cooked. Bro. It was already cooked. That's what I'm saying. You, you, say you can't. Microwave. You weren't listening, bro. I said you, no, but I thought it was like pre. I thought it was no, no, I no. no. I said, I said, <laughs> what you do is you, whenever you like your you bulk, prep you, whenever it. you make food, you bulk food. You cook a bunch of food. You cook it, uh, and then you, you prep and, it just in general. No, no, no. You put it inside of a bag and you vacuum Got seal you. it. So it's Got already you. cooked food. And that's just a way of heating it up. So it's but easier, it won't, it won't diminish the quality of the food. Because mm-hmm. vacuum it will actually, yeah, and it'll actually enhance the flavor because you're actually kind of like, whenever you do the sous vide, it's actually going to force everything. Like, that's pretty fucking up. smart. No, that's actually pretty fucking smart. And yeah. if you have if you have an instant pot, you can just throw that bitch in the instant pot with some water and steam cook it real fast in a bag. Boom. Maybe some cool. mashed potatoes, some fries. You're good to go. So let's go. say I save a shit ton of money because I'm cooking like crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I so, love that. way you said that. Yes. So I save a shit. At what point do you guys think is a good save? Like. So Jacob was talking about you save a lot, yes. right? Like you're saving like crazy. You cook like you've been living like this for a while. At what point do you think you're saving? Do, is there or is there a point that you think you're saving too much? No, I, I don't think there ever is a point that you're ever saving too much. I feel like the more I, I love the fact that I'm able to always be like, oh, I need money. Grab it. 
You know, there's never a point where there's never too much savings. It, there never is. What if you need a, a rainy day fund? What if your AC goes out? No. What if so, your roof needs changing? So, you what, know? If, so what, what if you got your rainy day fund? What if you got your, all right, I got my four to six months. I'm telling you right if now. If I get fired. What if you got all of this? Because there is a point where you are saving too much. As long as, me. no, uh, to me personally, as long as you're able to have fun, you're able to spend money on your like, your leisures, all your fun stuff, and you still can save, there should never be a cap on your savings. No, no, Your no. savings should well, never be capped. You well, should always be able to grow okay. it. So, eh, yes and no. So, what they say, poor people spend, middle class save, rich people invest. No, I invest. No, I invest. Yeah, no, 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 no. If yeah. you're asking me that, so, it's different. So, so, there has to be a cap. So, you're going to set budgets. Like, so for, like for me, important things, boom, $1,000 saved. Okay, your thousand dollar emergency fund. Okay, boom. Your next step have three to six months saved, and then you're gonna have like for me, you're gonna have savings on the side that you're vacation. Yeah, different savings that you're gonna put money Mm -hmm. into. Yeah, Um, and that's like one of the reasons. Like I used to go on vacations before pandemic, five to six times a year, and that's because I would plan my vacations one year in advance, and it would be like ten dollars a week I'd have to put Mm -hmm. to that vacation. And I go on vacation, I have a couple thousand dollars to blow after all my expenses have been paid for that vacation. But there's there's savings for stuff like that. But there's no point of having fifty thousand dollars sitting inside of a safe that's not collecting interest. No, yeah, that's, that's not that's, that's not going to be doing yeah. anything. But I never said that. You see, that's that's the thing though. If we're talking about like actually, so, so, I'm saying, I so save. what is your point? So you, you said no much. cap, so I had so, to make okay, sure there okay, was a cap. I save, but obviously I invest. You know I invest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah. I'm throwing. I'll throw ten thousand dollars in the stocks easily. I don't give a fuck. That to me is easy. So and is there a method to your madness, or do you just stock the savings? No, and then I, I stock from it. Yes, to invest? exactly. I stock my savings, and I use that for my vacations, my investments, my anything I want to do. I know that I have that rainy day fund, uh, not that rainy day fund, but the funds in general to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. That's the okay. fact. The so. fact that you want to save enough, so when you get these ideas, when you do want to go ahead and do some kind of investment, you have the money and don't have to worry about saving that money to get to there. So, so like you don't actually assign specifically. So, like for me, something that worked. It might be different for you because yeah. you you're, you have more. Um, that's like an easy way of going about it, though. You're like that's just my general. Lump. It's my general lump sum. That is the simplest that, way to that, see that it. That wouldn't work out for me. No, personally, me neither. that wouldn't be good for me because my my discipline when it comes to money is not. Is but not that's a cheap like that. for some people. It wouldn't work yeah. for some yeah. people. It wouldn't work yeah. exactly. That's it's what hard. I'm saying. So if like for me, what I found was the best method for like budgeting was the envelope system. Whenever I had money, I would go withdraw from the account. I would only keep. Um, the money in my account, you know, keep it like normal, mm-hmm. and then I would draw my money out, and I would actually take it, and then I would go based off of either percentages or what I need to do weekly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would put everything in. And you and could if, feel it. Yeah, that's smart. You know? Tangible. Yeah, and if I had if I had additional money left over, then I might fluff it here. I might fluff it there. I might invest it. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. but there's additional money. Then you put it where it is. And whenever I was consistently doing that, was like probably when I would say like was like the most financial happiness that I've ever had in my life. When when I when actually when I was cons- consistently going to withdraw my money and budgeting like that was mm-hmm. like yeah. it was it was fantastic. It was great and like I loved it. Me and my girl were both on the same page. We would both take our money out. We always had like little dates at our like on our bed just fucking flicking through our money, putting it in there. <laughs> and it, it was great. It was a dope <clears throat> thing. But you know, we kinda fell off from that. Just because like I feel like we we got better with like overall just being more mm-hmm. disciplined in a general sense. Yeah. So we didn't have to have that type of micromanage. But even still because I didn't have that micromanage in place, that I did kind of not be as disciplined as I was in those moments. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But it was great for me to have them because if I would have like one lump sum, 
then maybe for vacation I might have took a little bit. Extra. It's hard to it's hard exactly. to differentiate, and that's for people. So there's two things. Jacob is a cheap steak. Cheap steak. <laughs> cheap steak. <laughs> I hear you say that. It's different. Cheap steak. It's different. So Jacob is that. So it's not hard for him to like. No, I'm not pulling more than this because this is this. But like for people like me and Zach, a a good way to start budgeting is the envelope system because you can feel it. If you got a problem with like trying to segregate different monies in different accounts. The, I started with the envelope system too because I was like, you know what? I'm going to write something on this, write something on this, and I could feel that weight change and it makes me feel better about that event, which is stupid. Another good thing it's of... Diff- no, it's, it's, it's true though, it's but it's like a mental reference. thing. It's yeah. all, the another mental thing is people say like you should take out your money even if it's like your fun money, your spending money, and take it out cash because it's so much harder to pay cash for something Bullshit. swipe a card. Bullshit. But the numbers are running for you, right? <laughs> Bullshit. It's, it's a little I, true. Look, I grew up. Look, I the reason why I'm such a cheap cheap steak like I say, yeah, is because when I was 11, when I was 10, I always saved my money. It was weird. I always get money from family members. I would save it, you know. And then mm-hmm. I used to pay bills when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And then you know, it was always about money, money, money. Since I was like 11 years old, money, money, money. My mom will always say, mm-hmm. you know, like she always struggled with that. And for me personally, I took that personal like when i was 11 years old and i took that in and i was like you know what i don't ever want to live where it's like i can't afford something because i have to live check to check mm-hmm. i don't ever want to live check to check mm-hmm. and i'm not doing that now and i'm not going to do it ever i don't ever want to live check to check in my life i'm not going to get to that level in my life and i noticed like yeah me and my mom we lived amazing and you know like mm-hmm. she gave us moments even though she didn't have the finances to do it but i realized there's a lot of impulsive buys that a lot of individuals do and it's not your fault. It's it's just impulsive, and you don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. You want a dog. You want a car. Oh, you I want do this that. clothes. Yeah. You want this watch. You want that new game. You want that new car. Mm-hmm. You know, it's impulsive buys that actually get you in these circumstances that you don't even notice. Hundred percent, easily. Hundred percent within seconds. Yep. You can have thirty thousand dollars, and you do an impulsive Sneakers. buy, and now you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> now you're back into the debt that you not even noticed you were out of, and now you're back. You know, it's it's just little things like that, and that's why I realized for me personally. The way I save, it benefits me, and it's actually really beneficial to me. Like, Do you go shopping with your girl, like uh, clothes shopping? No. No, me neither. Because girls like to walk around and just look around at stuff and just see if they like something, like see if that impulse overcomes them and they buy yeah, something. Yeah, it's impulse. I'm like, it's legit no, impulse. I need to know exactly what the <laughs> hell I need to buy. Are you going there for that shirt? I ain't going for that, bro. Yeah, right, 100%. You're right. 100%. Right. But my, my girl commented, she said, budget vacation is the most important. It brings up a feeling of achievement and it adds fun and hope to budgeting. Hell yeah, that's so true. <laughs> See, I can't budget vacation though. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. That's the only thing you in my life. because everyone, honestly, that, that, not okay, on okay, hold, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're not budgeting vacation? Is that considered impulsive buying then? Yes. Ooh. There's two things. There's. I'm making no right here. Speaking like it's facts. Let's see facts because we all have one thing in life that we're willing to spend more money on than it's something else. One thing that we're willing to spend more money on something than something else. Vagina. For me personally, that's vacations. Uh, I'm willing to spend more money on that. I'm willing to spend a lot more money on vacations than I want anything else in my life. But Food, I feel like you're fucking. I feel like clothes. you're saying budget is like not spending money. I'm saying yeah. you budget so you're planning for it. Like you, that's what I think. That's what Melissa is saying. Yeah, like, no, like, yeah. My, my girl, Put, just, my girl, literally just called it. Commented. She said. You need to budget vacation to avoid impulsive buys. Yeah. Yes. 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 No, exactly. I budget budget vacations, but at the same time, I budget almost like a good amount. 
like a good amount mm-hmm. oh, yeah. because yeah, I want to yeah, have yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I make I always sure don't... I don't get past like four thousand. Like I make sure I keep it in a range where it's like, all right, when, show the fuck out. When, whenever we, whenever we budget, <laughs> we come back and we always have money left over, and it's like an extra payday. Exactly. We're like, oh shit, we yeah. got two K left. We got Hell, like yeah. two hundred dollars. But you're happy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, shit. I thought we were gonna spend this two K. Now we still have it. You know? No, yeah, yeah. We always make sure that we over budget because we never. For one, you never know travel circumstances. Yeah. And then for two, you never we never want to run out of money when you're on vacation. That sucks. But but we we do that whenever we do budget for like vacations. We always make sure we plan for it. And like I said, we, you know we man that takes the week, fun out of it. I feel like I didn't budget good enough. For no, vacation too. <laughs> okay. no, but sometimes random no, ones are the take, best too. It takes the fun out of it. Not budgeting is what I meant to say. Yeah. But because then you're like kind of worried about. Mm, but see, what, this we'll is see. Kinda, this is kind of a tip I wanted to bring to you guys is there's an app called Truebill that I use and I love it. And Truebill, you can actually set up a savings with them, and they will automatically withdraw money from your account. Mm. So I have, for example, Diago Save Game that we started in the beginning of the year. My shit's still going, $100 every week. Really? Yep, $100 every week. It's called on my Truebill. Yeah, Truebill. Is that what we do, the podcast thing with it? Yep. yep. Po- our, our podcast savings that we do on yeah. Truebill. Everything that I like, a lot of my like, not all my savings, but like, I have like consistent savings like that. So like, certain things that like I kind of like put into myself, like, okay, I got to do this. Yeah, I do it on Truebill just because it's easy and it's an app. It's free. Yeah, everything's free on it, and it will actually track your net worth for you and everything. So it's actually a pretty cool app. You can put all your, you can put all your credit cards. You can put yeah. your your stock investment portfolios. You can put everything on there and it'll track your actual net worth. Promo for Truebill right here. Yeah, <laughs> yo, for real, yeah. Honestly, like. I'm not getting sponsored, but I mean, if y'all want to <laughs> shoot a check this way, then like DM me. Toast. I'll send you so, my address. No fat. No, you know, caps. I said no fat. Right, no facts. <laughs> no fats. <laughs> no fats. <laughs> no fats allowed. Right. Our second episode tonight. Give us a break, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm stumbling over my words and I haven't even had a sip to drink. Cheap steak. Cheap steak. Okay. No, All but right. two things I definitely wanted to get off because Jacob, Jacob's very passionate about this one because he's a cheap steak. Is <laughs> I feel like they're annoying. definitely hashtag cheap steak if y'all listening. People should know, and if you don't, if you know already, then that's great. But there, uh, there is too much savings. There's absolutely too much savings. Jacob has no method to his madness. He just like he's a lump sum saver. He's, he's like he's like he's a lump sum saver. If it still, invest, it still fits in my mattress, so, we good. <laughs> no, and but it's in his account. What I, but like he invests a lot. He invests a lot. But to to like what I'm trying to say is, people like me and Zach might need to have like. Okay, at this point, this is for this, and then at that point, everything over that is for that, and then or, or different accounts, whatever. But Jacob definitely like the way he does it, where it's just a lump sum. That's perfectly fine because I know you're just taking from that when you try to do a it's, big investment or something. That's like that. true, but I also do that for the case of what if we both lost our jobs? No, well, that's, that's why that's I was always six months. I was always told yeah. you should have half of your half or more of your income. For a year based. Six month six months saving. Six months to at least yeah. a year of your income. And that's why I yeah. always keep that method. And that's why I like to have that much. Like I don't but I don't want to be below but that. That should be there. And then you should have whatever else you're saving for. Yeah. But then that's why like for me personally, I hit like a nice little savings goal where I hit in my bank my 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 yeah, savings I, goal. I'm about yeah. like four to six months and then after that I'm like, okay, now this is for the vacation. Or whatever. But now when I get paid, I'm like, cool. Whatever I was putting to my savings, like, aggressively for that, I'm going to... That's why I was asking you guys last week about, like, oh, what's a good, like, 
trick because I'm messing around with Robin Hood, but I was like, what's it like a nice, good, legit one? Yeah, that hell I could yeah. just put In, consistently for a long one. But if yeah, you're gonna invest, it's different. Stuff. But if we're gonna spend it on like dumb shit outside and impulsive buying, that's that's irrelevant. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. So like, I hit the savings goal. That's why I'm saying people. You should have like. I think most I'll, people should have a savings goal so then they can start putting that same money. Like, no, you still got your fun money. You still got this and that. But now, okay, this is now for the vacation. Okay, now this is this is now for investing or yeah. something like that, right? Also, something, something else I wanted to add is um, if you have a savings, long-term savings for six months, whatever it is, put it in something that's giving you a return. A return. For example, funny thing, I was uh, looking through my account the other day. I saw like I saw a bunch, like a bunch of consistent. Um, True Bill actually, True Bill actually tracks my my, my categories, my spending, mm. and actually showed showed an income where I get a penny every month. And I was like, "What the fuck is a penny every month?" You know, it's funny. Remember how the other day when I went on Robinhood looked? I don't even use Robinhood, but I guess I have like like seventy bucks or something mm. down there. I didn't know, but I think a Robin Hunt actually gives you a return on your money that you have in their account. Just sitting in the buying power. And they give me one penny every month just from that. That's better than a bank account. But that's what I'm saying. But like you can look because you can find no, you like can dividend find, stocks. You like, stupid. You div- if you get dividend stocks, you hold them dividend stocks, you get p- monthly payments out from the dividends. Yep. And it actually gives you money for just holding that. Or just Coca-Cola is a dividend stock, you know, like stocks like that. Yeah. Or just if the stock's going up, this and yeah. that. Or... If so, that's why. Like for me, my point was like I want to open up like a good little trading, like Fidelity or E Trade or something, and start putting in index funds. But the other thing is, is like you're feeling like for me, like I, I, I like I'm going through something where I want to try different things, right? Like I want to try different like avenues, like to to make money, this and that. But that means you're trying to take on some risk, right? In order to take on risk, yeah. you better hope you got that but, nice little savings. But but the thing also too is like if you're if you're just gonna do for like the. Uh like the annual return, there's there's no risk, and it's like your money's gonna be sitting there in the bank anyway. No, no, I so mean like uh, I mean like okay, like we're in group chats where te- where people are like, yo, I'm getting ready to start something. I'm getting ready to do this business. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting yeah. ready to do this and that. Yeah, and yeah. me, I, I work a nine to five job. I got very good security right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where to do something like that, you're taking on risk. But you know what? You get a little more confident in those conversations when oh no, I got my four to six months in case I lose my job. And I got a nice chunk of change to start whatever we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Or, yo, we're just talking. We're not doing nothing because none of us have that chunk of change saved up yeah. to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a big thing. And I think that's why budgeting is an important deal because it turns talk to action. Yeah. And then and then having having a savings to do things and having savings. So, like, having, like, ha- when you said, like, having money to do things is, like, that's something because a lot of people... They confuse and they want to invest their savings whenever they get a nice chunk. Yeah, you shy away from that. If you have, if you have a nice chunk, still save. vet it. You gotta vet everything you do and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, you but make sure you do no, it smart. But, but your savings that you have, your thousand dollar emergency fund, your four, your three to six month savings, those do not go get anywhere for investing. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah, yeah. the layer it's, above that. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and then at that point, once you hit those goals. Mm-hmm. Transfer on to the next savings goal. What's your mm-hmm. next savings goals that you want to do? Start saving for investing, whatever it is you want to do. Start saving in that sense. You know what I mean? And that's that's because like Jacob was talking about it because he definitely lives below his means. And he that's why he's this is like an easy conversation for him. But like 
For a lot of people, it's not. But I talked about in the last podcast, I was talking about like the people that are just super content in life, you know, and they don't make very much money, but they're just super good. A lot of people that are like that is because they know how to budget like very well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's about living below your means. Like, yo, you just got a raise. You just got a new job or something like that. That doesn't mean you got a new BMW. No, right? yeah. Or you got a new stream of income. Yeah, that doesn't like, mean you got a new stream of expenses. Like when this man Cruz got his promotion. <laughs> so this man Cruz got his promotion. I pulled up to his house. He got like a nice blue charger. <laughs> what was it? A Camaro. He had a nice yeah, blue Camaro. He's a new car, bro. He had a nice blue. What was it? A charger or Camaro? Charger. He had a nice blue charger sitting in the driveway. I'm like, Dave, boy, you wasted no time. It's a rental. It was a rental. His car was, his truck was getting fixed. It was in the shop. Sure. <laughs> it was but bad. I was like, damn, was my, damn. I was like, damn, Cruz, you just snapped, bro. It was like <laughs> promotion, bet. Right. I'm spending it before I got it. <laughs> for real. No, but no, for real though. That's that's a big thing. And then like like before, like I think everybody knows, like we talk about the David Ramsey side of it, which is like a nice blanket way of going about it. One thing about David Ramsey's thing, I mean, there's a couple things, right? Like every like you obviously talk about the debt part, which like sometimes it's not realistic. Sometimes you gotta have a little bit of debt. I mean, you know. It can be realistic. It can, but, but it, it can be realistic. One thing I wanted to talk about, because when I bought my house, it was definitely the case, is like what doesn't, like depending on what age you're in and what point in your career, like you got to think about your growth and you don't want to bet on your growth, right? But I did have like a couple of people that, that, you know, were talking me through the house buying process. And I mean, it could have been a bad advice if you look back and I like lost my job or something. But they were telling me like when I bought my house, yo, it's actually like, like, if you could stretch, if you feel like you budget perfectly, right, and you could stretch to get a house, like, as long as you could afford it, obviously, but if you're stretching, you feel like that's at the top of your budget, that's actually a good thing because you're kind of forcing yourself to pay back more principal, right? Like, you're forcing yourself to make bigger payments, but really, you're, it's forcing yourself to make a bigger principal payment to yourself. So by, by, the, by the time it's all said and done, you actually got more. You're building equity quicker. So you, so you mean like, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like in, it's like an like investment. Like for a house. Yeah, it's an investment, half and half. I yeah, mean, for a house. Well, because it, hands down, real estate is always going to be a best investment. Overall, the best investment true. you can get into. True, Obviously, true, true. you can have single hand outliers that are going to be better um, investments yeah. that can be. Um, but in a general sense, overall, real estate is always going to be You're liquid. and uh, Yeah, don't yeah. stretch for rent. that's not not going nowhere no it's 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 good no they are right in the sense yeah but no i mean i always say like like not really me but like dave ramsey's principle below it is your your house should not cost more than 25 percent what you make (laughs) a month yeah that's fucking crazy that's i'm trying to think i think my house might be but then that's not my necessity. Like when I hear what he's, but as long as you can yeah. afford it and still save after it, I feel like you're good. <sighs> no, you it's true though. If you can't pay your mortgage and not save after your mortgage, then yeah. But that's the growth thing. That's the growth thing. Like, what if your house? What if my house was sixty, seventy percent of my income, and now it's? But don't think about 40, that. Think about you know right I mean? now. You can't 50, think 40. about the future. You cannot. I mean, yes, we oh, all want to be superstars, but we gotta think about in the now. Yeah, you can't An- think about in the future. Another thing too is he always says fifteen year. 15-year mortgage? Mm-hmm. A 15-year yeah. fixed? Yeah. yeah. Because and it has lower Honestly, listen, rates. guys. People listening, you went to, I know we're talking about budgeting, kind of budgeting and saving in a sense. Um, I don't think you guys realize how much money you save on a 15-year. I know it can be hard 
200,000, 100,000? It depends. Well, I mean, it depends on the property. It depends on interest rate. Pretty close. But, but okay, look at it. <laughs> whenever you buy a house, you're going to get a form called the closing disclosure. On the last page of the closing disclosure or the page before the last page, depending on how it's set up, you're going to have something that's going to be under the category of loan calculations. And on the last section in that box, you're going to have something that's going to say total interest percentage, your TIP. Mm-hmm. That total interest percentage is the number that you should be looking at whenever you're shopping loans. Because a lot of people look at, oh, I'm getting a 2.5% for 30 years. That sounds great, right? Mm-hmm. But your TIP at that, I don't know. I don't know if it's on my head. It's probably like no, for sure. low 40s. But on a 15 year, you're going to be like in the 12th. For sure. Percent. And I understand not, not everybody can make that payment, but there's another thing that you can do is... I don't know about 12%, take, but yeah. You, you can... Yeah, bro. It's, it's, high, it's higher. It's not 12%. That's high. We're not going to argue this. We're not going to say... Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll pull it up. Is that, yeah. no, I'll, 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 I'll pull it up afterwards. Yeah. As another topic. But, but, but I'm right now, it, yeah. is, it is an insane. It'll probably actually be like 15, 17% yeah. actually. But it is... Higher ha- than 12%. Yeah, it's okay. Anyways, but it is absolutely insane the amount of money that you're going to save because whenever you cut something in half, it's more than half because how it compounds. It's going to compound less for fi- for 15 years. It's going to stop compounding. Yeah. So if you're at if you're at 30 percent, if you're at 30 percent ti uh, tip and you cut it in half, that's 15 percent before including compounding, and that can easily drop you way lower. Yeah. Anyways. But um, it's really important that you, that you you not everybody has the f- availability, the funds to be able to afford a fifteen year. So shoot for the thirty year if you don't can't afford the fifteen year. But make one extra payment every year. If on a thirty year loan, if you make one extra payment every year, it takes five years off your loan. And to the same effect, if you feel like you can afford a fifteen year. Sometimes it is a good idea just to get that 30 for safety just in case because you're talking about don't bet on the future. Don't bet on like you're always going to make this money or something. And if you make those same payments aggressively, like if you're on a 15 year, it kind of washes out the same way. You know what I mean? Which is just a good thing. And that's what I was kind of leading to. You can you can still pay off a 30 year um, a 30 year mortgage like a 15 year mortgage as long as you don't have no prepayment penalty, which most loans don't yeah have. most loans yeah, yeah. most don't loans have, don't have those yeah. but just uh make sure um you know you might but just know yeah. if you wait the whole 30 years you're paying almost two hundred thousand yeah. dollars additional to what your purchase price is so say if you have a two hundred thousand dollar house you're paying four hundred thousand dollars yes what well, it that varies so i don't know if but even true. with a 2.5 no. <laughs> no, I, no. I mean <laughs> all right take your interest rate take your interest rate i think these are no take facts. your interest rate Times it by the actual purchase price and by the actual time frame of your actual contract, and it'll show you exact. I mean, you can actually take the time. I've seen it like, shows you the. Um, is it motorized? But what, what you guys are right now are are, are uh, arguing like semantics because in reality, it could be anywhere between sixty thousand to four hundred fifty thousand. It depends on the property price yeah. and it depends on the interest rate. That's because what, that's my point. Yes, yeah. and usually it, interest rates are above two point five to. Uh, yeah. it, it could be any, on average from what I see for for. That right there is called like the pretty much how much it's, it's going to be your actual loan cost. Yes, I know. And that's usually in the hundred thousands. But yes. I see, I've seen like, I mean, so I, I house, see, I've I, seen this house like, oh, you buy it. Let's just say, for example, you bought this house at 200,000 for a 3% interest rate, right? That is the same as if like you bought a 
it's almost like like uh, I think it's literally like like for every one to two percent is like fifty thousand. You could have bought a house for like that purchase price at a different interest rate. Yeah, it's, it's true because it's, it's yeah. because it matters. It's, it's, it's probably, as far as your monthly, it's payments. probably around that about fifty thousand. I mean, yeah, I'm doing the whole class. I know, like they're yeah. telling you, like you're paying almost, you're paying a good, you're paying. But you say you said double. You're paying yeah. double what you yeah. You, majority of the time, if you wait the whole thirty years, you're well, paying almost double actually, what you pay for the property. Yes. No, listen. There, uh, there are no listen. <laughs> There are times that that it is pretty close to that, but it depends on the interest rate. If you're closer to like the the low threes, mm-hmm. and if you have a house of like three hundred thousand or plus, mm-hmm. you could easily be around paying double, close to close to double. You're paying almost double. Yeah, yeah, two, you, you, yeah. you could be close to a little less than double, but still you're getting close. To that but it's range. it's crazy mm-hmm. though because like what we see right now for interest rate is low, 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 low. low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were doing it for. A six seven percent, yeah. Yes, thank eight, you. I just did a refinance on a guy not too long ago, and he that's he went also from 8%. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. now that's true. Actually, tip right here. Now that we're actually on this, if you have the extra funds and you're purchasing a property, ask about discount points because those go to the purchase price, and they can actually drop it down for you. No, so discount points. What discount points are is you pay one percent to the purchase price. Yeah, so yeah, one percent to the purchase price for you, so you can lower your interest yeah. rate. And that right there can severely make a difference because you'll pay thousand, two thousand dollars, whatever it is, and you'll lose a whole percentage. And that one thousand, two thousand, maybe three thousand, if you're buying a crazy house, can save you fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars in thirty mm-hmm. years. And it's worth it to do it. I got mm-hmm. that for mine. I paid almost two discount points. I paid almost four or five thousand. It was like four thousand for it, but it got me from a four to a three. Mm-hmm. 3.4. Now I'm probably going to refinance to a 2.5. I'm trying to refinance. I have mm-hmm. to wait for a whole year. But I'm just saying, like he's saying right now, it's how you kind of do it. You That's what I'm saying. I think your interest rate goes lower when you pay f- for a 15-year mortgage. No, you do. It does. No, yeah. Not, not always. A, interest rate's time. Interest rate is dead yeah. as time times the interest rate. The longer rate. the time, so the higher the interest rate. So say I have a 3.5 interest rate and I pay, that, I pay my whole purchase price off in 15 years, obviously that interest rate is going to be super low than it compared to 30 years yeah. because it's that compared to time. You'll be surprised. Yeah. You'll be surprised. A lot of times people are offered the same rate for Higher payments. No, 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 it's the same, no, it's the same rate. But if I was to pay it off in 15 years, it would, oh, okay. get, it would like be... Like save your money. Yeah, yeah way yeah, yeah, more yeah, yeah. money okay, yeah. than 30 years. Yeah. Way yeah, more yeah, money. Because your interest is lower. Interest, I mean, yeah. Your payments are higher. Only because of time. Not yeah. because of the interest rate in general. But just because I paid it in 15. Yeah. Because if I did pay it in 30, they got to do 30 times the interest, not 15 times the interest, which is math. It's all math. Yeah. It's all mathematical at the end of the fucking day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. But you know what? Budgeting is all it's just fucking important. And yo, we're talking about a lot of money stuff. It, some, th- some things were dumb. Some things were good. But make sure too. like another thing I wanted to talk about, and I won't talk about it for long because we're pretty much done. But budget your time. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about time too. I see that we ran into the time. I was you, like, oh you, shit. But speaking of, <laughs> we didn't budget our time on this. We nah. went we went hard on <laughs> false information on interest rates. I feel like <laughs> no, nah, not false. I mean, listen, bro. Th- 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 this is this is literally what I do for a living. I do this every single day. Yeah. And my job is to explain these numbers to people. This is literally what I get paid to do. Yeah. This is what I do five times a day, four times a day. Multi-million dollar homes to little shit in a hole, yeah. $70,000 $70, houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And those numbers are the numbers I look at all day, and I get the same questions. Why is my APR higher than my interest rate? <laughs> Why? What's the TIP? I get those questions a thousand times a day, and I got to break it down for everybody. So, like... Mm. Trust me, like that's literally like the biggest question I guess. Why is my APR higher than my interest rate? 
Right. That's the most common. And if you want to answer that question, just Google it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, budget your time. That's your biggest asset. I think, like, for me, I think I definitely budget my time way harder than my money. I got to work on the money part. But uh, it definitely comes, you know, the money comes with that. For sure. Yeah. Um, for me, I've been doing better with budgeting my time. Um, and like I was saying last week, if you, if you guys listen now, last week for the discipline and motivation is that when I started being more disciplined in like my organization is when my life became more balanced and it just seemed to be flowing way better. Um, and it's really, really important to make sure you budget time because if you're not budget, I mean, I think time is the biggest asset that you have in your life because it's the only asset in your life that you can never get back. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's important to make sure that you're spending that hundred percent on, on either growth or things that you love. You know, there's, I can't tell you how to budget your time because everybody's going to be different. The way I budget my time, the way the next person budgets their time is going to be different, but just make sure you're being productive. I know that sometimes we want to, it's easy to lay in bed and, easy to lay on the couch watch tv be on our phones whatever it is but just kind of you know sit down honestly what i love is man i can't i can't thank jonathan enough bro that, that man blessed me putting me onto that screen time feature bro on iphone that's the second shout out for the screen bro time. i'm telling you right now i actually adjusted my time for four hours to two hours nice bro because i wasn't even i wasn't even using the four hours and i found yeah, myself like man. but now i put two hours and like i'm there are some times where like i'll hit it Normally throughout the day, the only time I check, like I go on my phone, so that is like when I'm waiting, yeah, or like I have like a time where like downtime, like either I'm waiting for a client to come or I'm waiting for my documents to print. Something Duh, like that. Social media is really addicting, bro. Like just having this pocket watch podcast, uh, Instagram and stuff. Like I realized, like, all right, I was like, all right, I got this thirty, and this is I don't have a social media, right? So this is something I'm just now experiencing. It's pissing me the fuck off. It's like. All right, I got 30 minutes to get this done. I found out, damn, I just literally wasted five minutes just, like, so checking if this yeah. or that real quick. All right, and now I got 25 minutes, 20 minutes. And that just yeah. changes, like, it, for me, that changes the dy- dynamic of that window for it's, me. It's crazy because um, it, I don't know if you ever used the limit, the feature, whatever whatever it's called on the iPhone. But whenever you try to open up an app that is that you have blocked, it will say, remind me in one minute. And you only get one minute reminder in, in a day. Mm-hmm. For the app, and it says remind me in fifteen minutes, or ignore for the or ignore for fifteen minutes, whatever, and then ignore for the day. I click fifteen minutes, that fifteen minutes goes, mm-hmm. and I'm like, damn, bro, I just wasted fifteen minutes just going through Facebook like that. What the? F- it's yeah. crazy. You don't yeah. realize it. Easy. And that's what I was saying. Like whenever like we did the the podcast, um, Dream Chaser with Jonathan, I was saying that like when I had a uh, I had seen in my I saw it originally in my battery usage. That I was like, man, like social media is almost, a, I told you guys, almost a full time job for me because <laughs> of how much time I spend on social media because it's like almost a habit to open my that's phone. That's a fact, bro. Imagine, that's why I say budget your time. That's a good ass example where you say, dang, I put a full time job into this social media. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I could have been doing a side gig or something like that and you could have really been getting money from it. Yeah. But at the end of it all, man, just save, get that money, you yeah. know, make sure you have a lump sum. 100%. And just be smart. 100%. We appreciate you guys for joining in. Um, if you guys are listening to the end, you guys are appreciating even more. Make sure you guys like, follow, subscribe, whatever platform you guys are on. Mm-hmm. Make sure you guys utilize that so you guys can go ahead and get notified whenever we go and drop a new episode. Like you guys know, we drop it every single Monday. You guys can count on it like the sun coming up. We're mm. going to be here every single Monday. Mm. Um, hope you guys have a great week. Execute. Um, but yeah, pocket watch out. Appreciate y'all.